Blog Talk Radio. Maybe not that many. I think it was maybe around the same as, as it is now, but 
either way, uh, it, was, it was quite the number. We have quite the quite the number of shows in our in our archive here. Well, you know, I'm thinking. So it, it's it's probably if it's not at 400 plus, it's pretty close. We'll say that. We do have a lot of shows in our archives. We've done a lot of stuff. And Attitude Air Live may be making its way to YouTube with, you know, and I know what everybody's thinking, well, YouTube is video. Well, you know, 83 Weeks is on YouTube. Uh, Something to Wrestle With is on YouTube. Grilling JR is on YouTube. And what they do is they have a continuous picture of the show. They have a guy that... uh, superimposes their face on like Razor Ramona Diesel, for instance, uh, when yeah. and JR show talked about the curtain call. What our format would do would be the same thing, but what they would do is it would show a picture of the guest card for the guests that we have. So if you want to listen to the whole show, you can. If you want to fast forward to certain segments, you can. All you got to do is look for the different pictures. The new theme song will be available on all old episodes and the outro will be our our old theme song instead of using Dead Man Walking, which we cannot use legally on uh, YouTube because we don't have the rights to it. So instead of worrying about getting sued from the WWE uh, because uh, apparently they need money to pay for their bankruptcy for X, uh, XFL, uh, we don't want to have any part of that, so that's why we're switching it up like we are. Which is nice, which uh, which I think is, is going to be pretty big for us. I mean, I, I listen to Grilling JR uh, all the time, um, you know, and, and I, was, I was a little nervous as to how we were going to pull it off uh, being in separate places now with this COVID thing, um, you know, not having like a video, you know, like of an actual podcast, but uh, you're right, though they they do they do just have one picture up in audio uh, in the background, so uh, we could probably pull it off in that regard. And I think um, I think it'll actually work out, you know, re- really well for us uh, to do it that way. So uh, yeah, I mean, Icon, if you can uh, you can put that together, uh, that would be amazing. We've been, we've been talking about um, you know wrestling shows and how we haven't really had any live wrestling anywhere. Uh, Granny, you were talking about you actually got uh, the ability to go to a to a wrestling show the other day uh, to kind of Saturday Saturday over over in over in Wagner, Oklahoma. I mean, they've been having some wrestling shows over in the Oklahoma area, but I actually got to go to wrestling for a cause Saturday, and this has my first been my first wrestling show since March, and I tell you, it felt so good to be back. I mean. The fans were happy to see us. I was happy to see all of them. I was happy to see the wrestlers. I just, oh, it it was absolutely amazing. Now, I mean, the bad guys hollered at me. I hollered right back. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now, looking at that, was it at the Armory, the Wagner Armory? No, 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 no. It was at the Wagner Community Civic Center. Okay, because looking at it here, um, the uh, Civic Center... I'm looking at it here, and uh, you know, just outside Tulsa, right by Broken Arrow and Muskegee up there. Um, and I'm looking at it. how far away is that from you? Oh, uh, Broken Arrow. I mean, yeah, Muskegee over, and Broken I, 
Well, well, Wagner, Wagner is over by Pryor. Um, Wagner's probably, well, Tulsa's right at a little over two hours for me. So Wagner okay. is probably less than an hour and a half, a little over an hour. Still, though, two hours is not terrible. I mean, you, you think about how big some of these states are. Um, uh, like when I went to visit uh, Icon a couple of years ago for the March Madness, I mean, it took me, I know Fargo is like right on the border. I mean, it's right on the edge of North Dakota, but I mean, it took me a lot longer than that to drive there from Minneapolis. And, and, you know, a lot of people think that that's not very far. So, I mean, I know that, uh, you know, it's not super far for you and it was good. You didn't have to make a taxing, you know, cumbersome drive uh, to go very far to see your show. So that was good. And I'm assuming you, you got your fix of, of yelling, uh, uh, excuse me. Whew, uh, of yelling obscenities at the bad guys. Oh yeah, I did. And this one heel wrestler, he calls himself the Showcase Alex Royal. He turns around cool and he showcase. and he uh, he was blowing me kisses. And my friends Mike and his dad Keith and Mike's daughter Lily said, Dad. Next time Alex Royal tries to blow Granny a kiss, I'm going to take your cane and I'm going to hit him in the groin. I said, well, maybe Granny needs to bring her cane and we'll do it together as a tag team. And Lily says, you got it, Granny. <laughs> All right. You know, that, that's what's funny, up. Granny, you mentioned that. It's funny, Granny, that you mentioned that because I thought the icon was the only one that promoted violence on this show. Hey, I don't promote, promote violence. I, I, I don't promote violence at all. Not at all. But when somebody is blowing me kisses in, like, somebody like him, that ain't going to happen. Lily's, my, right. Lily's my little friend. Lily's my little friend there. You know, she's my tag team partner. And just to keep you guys I don't promote our violence. Guest be, our, our first guest will be joining us here in about uh, five minutes, so be ready for that. Well, you know, uh, not to uh, – well, okay, I shouldn't say that because everybody will just take it the wrong anyway, but not to toot our own horn here, but I, I, cannot, uh, I cannot emphasize enough uh, how much uh, our show has grown since we started from our humble beginnings. Uh, we all remember how we started, and we all remember who has been with us and who has left us. Uh, for, I don't know, if you want to call it greener pastures or, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, from how we started to where we are now. And I think this move is only going to continue to help us expand into the future, uh, get more advertising and whatnot, because we can do more uh, different advertising and he can insert more segments than, he can, than we can what we're doing now. So uh, I think it's a, a, another step. Uh, in the right direction to get things going, you know? Oh, for sure. Faux show. So, yeah, I, I, I'm love, I'm loving what we're doing. I'm just loving it, loving it, loving it. And it's, I it's think everybody's, awesome. uh, everybody's enjoying it. That's, I think part of the main reasons why we have some of the opportunities that we do uh, is that, you know, I, th- I think a lot of people are sort of buying into, you know, into what we're doing here and, uh, buying into, you know, uh, everything that we've sort of made this show into. Uh, I mean, again, we had, you know, we had a lot of, um, we had a lot of followers when we were just, you know, a complaining show about how bad WWE is. We had followers then too, but, 
it's it's just it opens up so many more horizons when we can talk to a lot of these wrestlers and a lot of their fan bases and a lot of people in their promotions and things go on to listen to them and you know obviously friends of theirs and family who are maybe outside the business go on to listen to them uh, on our show when we sort of provide them that platform and I, I mean it, the record speaks for itself I mean we have shows booked till this time next year uh, guest booked you know and and uh, other than every once in a while we'll have one that can't make it or you know has a miscommunication with timing or something because Icon doesn't know time zones but other than that uh, we we've been we've been pretty solid with with you know our guests and people coming on and people generally enjoying what we're doing and and sort of giving them that that exposure uh, that that you know is important for any independent wrestler really or or retired wrestler who may have lost some muster lost some spotlight so yeah it's um it's good it's good stuff um, so. I don't know, guys. I, I mean, I'm watching, you know, I'm watching WWE here, and uh, I just, I can't, I can't believe uh, how much of a, how much of a circus it has become. I mean, I thought AEW was going to be the next coming. I thought AEW was going to be the savior from this reality TV wrestling that we have nowadays, and you know. I thought maybe, hey, this could be like a young upstart WCW. This could give WWE a run for their money, but um, obviously that's not the case. I mean, I was watching it the other day, uh, and I believe it was two. I think this was two Wednesdays ago, uh, when you know they had Jericho in the ring and Ortiz and those guys, and uh, they they dumped orange juice from the rafters onto Orange Cassidy, and they were flopping around the ring like an old Benny Hill, uh, you know, video, and and just. It was just overdone, cartoonish, childish type stuff, and it's just it, it doesn't it doesn't. It, I mean, it was it, it was it was funny at first, but then it got a little bit a little bit too much. So, I, guys, I, I mean, do you think that that the over the top, cartoony, you know, Benny Hill type humor uh, is, is going to be what they're going for? Um, and and also the Rey Mysterio thing. Did you guys see the Rey Mysterio thing when he quote unquote got his eye gouged out? If you if you if you watch that and you freeze frame it, and again I heard this on Cornette show and I went back and looked at it myself. Uh, if you freeze frame it, he's holding a ping pong ball with a red dot on it underneath his fingers. If you guys have, have seen that or noticed that, so uh, I, I just I just don't know who WWE and AEW at this point is trying to fool. I don't know whose intelligence they're trying to insult, but uh, but they're they're doing it pretty successfully, at least in my opinion. Well, you know, the, uh, you know, I don't know, how, you know, we don't, we don't want to go back to start complaining about the WWE again, because that's how we started out as, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we do people got bored with that. yeah, people got bored with that pretty quick. So I, I'm glad we don't do that anymore. And I don't think we're going to go back to that, but it it is what it is guys. And, uh, the WWE, they're just doing what they, um, what they're going to do, and there's nothing we can do about it. And uh, we can sit here and complain about it all we want, but they're not going to change. I mean, look, we've been waiting to, we've been waiting for almost five years for them to change, and they haven't. So, hmm. um, you know, 
So our guest should be calling in shortly here. So I think I sent you all the uh, the yeah, the, um, so. the intern's telling me we do have a guest on with a uh, two five six number. So if you're, uh, if uh, you're ready to put him on, I will uh, introduce him, and we'll go from uh, we'll we'll talk to him. Let me give them the okay symbol here. Bada bing. Okay, yep, you should be good. Do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, about to step in the ring right now. We are going to become the hunted right now because we are talking to the man himself. He is Hunter Drake. Hey, this is Hunter Drake. You're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and granny Hulkster. Hey, Hunter, how are you? Um, here's how we're, here's how, here's how, good. Here's how we're going to play the interview. What we're going to do is have you give us a little background about yourself. Then I'll ask you some questions, and we'll do a roundtable. And then uh, we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tough questions. So if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll talk to you. Oh, my background is very simple. Um, so basically, I grew up in Alabama, small town in Alabama. Um, always watched the sport of professional wrestling since the age of eight years old. And then when I was 16, me and a few of my buddies, me and my tag partner, shout out all Beef Collar Frank, we went to a independent wrestling call show in Alabama called New South Pro Wrestling. Uh, we got to talking with one of the wrestlers there and they offered us some training if we would you know we help them on their show they help us so we help them set up and everything they help us train us whatever that's how I broke into the business um they trained me for a year I had my first match after that and then about a year in, I was a it, this past March would have been me one year in the business and that's when I started training with Dr. Tom Pritchard and also before that in January, I started training with Ricky Morton. I trained at his school all the way until March, and then now I'm still currently training at the JPWA with Dr. Tom Pritchard and Glenn Jacobs. Uh, so you're actually uh, currently training with Isaac Yankum, DDS, the fake Diesel, and Kane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we followed we followed that Glenn Jacobs career uh, quite a long, uh, quite a while here. Uh, so, uh, with, with all that being said, Hunter, you know, you also, uh, are friends with a, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you're also, uh, friends with a, a gal that was on our show that's now in, uh, AEW, if I'm not mistaken, is that correct? Um, what's, what's the name? Uh, Big Swing, who is that? Do you remember? For, um... Yeah, yeah, Kenzie Page. Who Kenzie Page. Is. Yes, Kenzie Page is actually my fiance. Oh, yeah, look at that. Was, uh, yeah, she yes, was sir. actually our. Uh, we were actually her first interview. Did she warn you about us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She t- she told me about you. That's why when you guys <laughs> came up to the interview, I was very I was very ready to go. You know. Well, I'll tell you what. So now we'll tread water lightly. Anyway. So, well, uh, it must not have been a bad thing, Icon. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's here with us, so. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll we'll talk about your gal in a, in a little bit because I want to get to that too. But I, I was going to say that till the end, but I couldn't resist because I want everybody to know that the icon gets all the good guys. But anyway, so now with your wrestling style, are you um are you consider would you consider yourself a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart, or are you more of a grunty style like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, I would be I would be high flyer all day. Which is, and you know, I've seen uh, I've seen some of your stuff, and you are a high flyer. I mean, when you uh, when you jump off that rope and you place that kick right in the guy's mouth or in the chest, man, it, it's 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 over for them. They they're done. It's they're completely We're done. And now, with with that also being said, would you consider yourself to be a heel, a baby face, an in betweeny, or are you more of a fan, a fan oh, guy? Um, I would say I'm the ultimate babyface. Well, I, I, that will that that'll translate into uh, we're going to bring Granny Hulkster on. We have Hunter Drake here on with us. We got about 25 minutes, give or take a little bit. We might stay a little longer, uh, depending on if our other guest doesn't uh, show up, because I just got a notification that he had a little family emergency. So we might keep you on a little longer if you if you can stand us for that long. Oh, I, I, yeah, for sure. I can. I can put. I can do it. I'm a strong All man. All right. Well, Granny. Well, Granny, we do yeah. have a baby face. What do you have for our guest, Hunter Drake? Go ahead. Well, first of all, thumbs up for being a baby face because Granny don't like the heels, and I can talk some pretty good smack when I have to. Second thumbs up, you know, you all having the amazing trainers and Dr. Tom Pritchard and Ricky Morton. I tell you. Because this girl is a big Rock and Roll Express fan. I love Ricky Morton and Robert <laughs> Gibson. So kudos for that, too. The, you get two thank thumbs you, up from you. Granny. So, you know. And Dr. Tom Pritchard, he's absolutely amazing. So, uh, yes, yes, but I guess one of my I guess one of my questions to you is um, what, you know, in your time in the business and everything, what has been one of your most challenging matches you've ever been a part of or ever had to do? Um, so in January I wrestled a guy named Shane Andrews. He is he's very known in Tennessee and I would say that was has been my most challenging opponent. He's I mean, he's a thirteen year vet, I believe. He's trained by I can't remember who it is. But he is very, very good. And when I say Shane Andrews should be somewhere, Shane Andrews should be somewhere. And nobody can take it away from him. So me, young in my career, keeping up with him was very difficult. But now also, uh, this coming August 8th, I go one-on-one with Jordan Oliver. And everybody likes to ask me if I will be able to keep up with Jordan Oliver, you know, MLW's Jordan Oliver, uh, part of injustice there. So, you know, I'm starting to test myself more and more. That's awesome. Uh, Hunter Drake is our guest here. We have uh, we have about uh, 22 minutes with uh, Hunter. Now, uh, Granny, uh, do you have uh, do you have another question, or should we move on to Big Swing? Then we'll go to me. Then we'll come no, back. No, I'm good. I'll, I'll let Big Swing go. I'm good. All right, well, Hunter, I wanted to introduce you to Big Swing. He's a golfer, he's a hockey player, and uh, yeah. that's why we call him the Big Swing. So go ahead. Uh, well, they call me that because Icon gave me the nickname, and, and it just kind of stuck. I've actually never swung a golf club. But 
regardless, um, so t- you gave us a little bit about your background. You said your background was was relatively, uh, you know, sim- simple and and not too too much behind it. But how did you get involved in the wrestling business? Kind of take us through some of your you know inspirations or people you looked up to or wrestlers you wanted to emulate. Like just kind of what what you know, how'd you get to where you're at now? Um, so I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan of John Cena. I think John Cena is the greatest professional wrestler to ever do it. And John Cena has been my idol since I was eight years old. Now, oh, wow. he is the one that made me want to be a wrestler. And But when I was 14, I went to a wrestling show and I met John Moxley. And... I talked to him, and that's when I started getting serious. Okay, I, this is really what I want to do with my life. This is really the path I want to take. And for those of you who don't know, John Moxley, he's a, he was a member of the Shield. If you could let us know what his character name is, I believe that was Dean Ambrose. It was Dean Ambrose. Yes, it was Dean Ambrose. Yes, he, he was Dean Ambrose at the time. Yeah. And, I mean, I. I, I like Cena, don't get me wrong, but my I, I think Cena is one of Cena's biggest rivalries uh, that really kept my interest, you know, from 2006 forward, uh, simply because, you know, wrestling has, as you know, on a mainstream scale, went way downhill in recent years. Um, but one of the ones who, his rivalries, actually, who kept everything going for me uh, was his rivalry with Edge, who happens to be my favorite of all time. Um, so... Yeah, I used to have to watch Cena a lot in that regard, so he kind of grew on me a little bit. You kind of tailor your yeah. style in the ring after Cena as well? Um, Some parts. So not the moves necessarily, but more of like the character, the, the childhood hero. That's what I try to go for. So I don't really do like, you know, Cena, five moves to do him, whatever. I don't go for because I'm a completely different style than Cena. But just the man he is inside the ring and outside the ring, I do strive to be that kind of person every day in my life. Nice. That's awesome. Hunter Drake is our guest here. We got about uh, 19 minutes. And uh, what I'm going to do, Hunter, like I say, if you can, uh, our second guest uh, is not going to be uh, able to be on with us. So if we could keep you a little okay. extended time, we'd appreciate it. Or do you have. Uh, Training to do, or uh, uh, oh no, that's do you have I, to, uh, I just love training. So. Okay, do, uh, or do you have to have uh, dinner ready for your fiance when she gets home? Oh uh, no, she'll have it ready for me when I get home. So there you go. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll admit, I, I'll admit, I'm not just saying this, but I, I am a Hunter Drake fan, uh, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on tonight, um, and the fact that you. Uh, you uh, are um, going to be married to an AEW superstar, and I'm not bragging about this at all, but we are happy, uh, and we're going to tell you a quick little story, uh, and then uh, we'll continue the interview. I'm going to ask you some uh, more difficult questions, but uh, when your when your uh, fiance debuted, uh, I got a call from Big Swing, and he said, Icon, you'll never believe who I just saw on AEW. And I'm like, who? And then when he when he told it when he told me, I'm like, yeah, we were her first interview ever, and uh, it was it was 
you know, and um, I'm going to ask you this. I'm not going to tell you what question I asked her because I'm going to ask you the same thing. So, because I, I want you to be, I don't want you to be able to sugarcoat it. But uh, that was awesome. Were you there when she debuted? Was I there? Yeah, I was there. And uh, do you have? Uh, well, I, uh, that'll uh, that'll mess up my 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 whole topic. So I'm going to wait for that a little bit. So mm-hmm. now you've been. Uh, you know, you've been you mentioned you've been a wrestling fan all your life and you I mean, getting trained by uh Bruce Pritch, uh Tom Pritchard, uh the brother of Bruce Pritchard, uh you know, if ha, have you uh in in training with uh Doctor Tom Pritchard, have they brought any other legends in to train you guys or just been him and uh King? Um, so actually about a month ago we all came in, and Glenn was there, or Kane, Dr. Tom, and they had brought in The Undertaker that day. So, oh, wow. Cool. And then today, last week, uh, Les Thatcher was there, and then Dustin Rhodes was there as well. And then today, Bruce was actually there. So, when, when you met Bruce, did you go up to him and say, Damn! <laughs> no. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> now I, you know, I gotta ask you, you know, because I know how I know how I'd be drooling all over myself, and I'm gonna go get back to the other questions in a little bit. But I know I'd be drooling all over myself meeting these legends. But you know, what is it? What is it like for you in your experience meeting all these guys? Or is it just like another day at the office? Oh, it's still. It's still very cool to me. You know, childhood Hunter Drake is just completely marking out when The Undertaker walks through the door. Because, I mean, that's The Undertaker. He's a living legend. It's still no. so surreal to me. It doesn't. It, I don't know when, it, if ever, it'll become just a normal thing. And, uh, you know, speaking of uh, The Undertaker, uh, we had his son on uh, our show about uh, six months ago. And uh, uh, we asked him about what it was like being the son of The Undertaker. And uh, he said, uh, the one thing I'll always remember what he said, it was always cool watching kids come up to the door for trick-or-treat on Halloween when his dad would answer the door. That is cool. I mean, That's very cool. I mean, can you imagine what that's like? You go to trick or treat in the house with the Undertaker answers the door. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Now, now I'm also kind of curious too about uh, when you when you meet these guys, you can get trained by these guys. So if I ever if I ever get to that point, I'll know how to act. Besides drooling all over myself, because uh, uh, at one time I did have heat with uh, Buff Bagwell, because you know I, I I wouldn't leave the guy alone, but. Now, when you meet these guys, what is the rule about going up and talking to them, asking for advice, getting autographs, that kind of stuff? What, what is the protocol for that when you guys when you meet these guys? Um, introducing yourself and asking for advice is com- it's completely fine. Um, most of the time, you get it. Nobody's ever came there, got asked for advice, and just been rude about it. Like it's been fine every time. I think that's why they're so, there. So, oh. so of all the, you know, I you know, meeting the Undertaker would be really awesome. I um, I I, I did, uh, I I did I did get to slap his hand. He uh, he was one of the uh, 
the WWE was at the WWF at the time. Uh, I saw him in a match between him and Kamala in the Fargo Dome. It was the first event ever in the uh, Fargo Dome here. And uh, when you see him walk, and that was the old school Undertaker, but when you see him walk into the room, did you know uh, that he was going to be there, or did they say, we have a surprise for you? How did that come about? Oh, no. Whenever somebody shows up, they just show up. No warning, no nothing. Now, now, what is your reaction? You're like, oh my God, it's the Undertaker. Well, they don't. I mean, they're there for they're there for training. They can't really afford to mark out, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Well, but it's it's got to be running through your mind. It's like, geez, that's the Undertaker. I mean, you got to be thinking that. Oh yeah, every time, every time. That's all that goes through my mind the whole time. And I think you said you met Goldust too, didn't you? Yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Monday, I think. Oh, you want to know what's funny know. though is he says he's working with he says he's working with Kane or uh, a la Glenn Jacobs, um, but Icon. It's funny because the Kane that he sees now, albeit he has a little bit more hair than he did, but is the unmasked Kane where you can see his face. When I grew up in the Attitude Era, the mystique for me was who was Kane? Because remember, he was in the big red bodysuit. He had the mask on with the long hair. So when I grew up, people really didn't know who Kane was or what he looked like. Uh, and, you know, they just gave us this image of what he looked like. Right now, obviously, you know, in the 2000s, he, you know, he took the mask off and, and he is who you see that he is now. But um, do you feel like with your style, now how tall are you? Are you like, obviously, those guys tower over you, right? I'm 5'10". Okay, yeah, so to have somebody who's almost seven feet, uh, you know, training and working with you and, and being there, uh, I mean, do you got to learn how to take bumps a little differently coming from somebody that big? Or, I mean, are they are they actually kind of gentle giants? Or, I mean, how, how, does, how does it work having somebody like that? Um, the bumps are usually the same unless it's just, like, getting picked up and thrown. Then you're just falling from a higher – I have this. I mean, I jump, I jump from higher than that, so. Okay. Huh. Well, you know, and with that being said, you know, uh, I always ask. Uh, we're we're going to go back to the the tough questions, then we're going to come back to uh, having you talk about your training again, because I, I I'm really uh, I'm really interested in this. This is really kind of cool, uh, and I'm not just saying this because you're on. Uh, you're actually uh, probably one of the cooler uh, independent wrestlers. I mean, we've had, we've had, we've had, you know, from the likes of Santino Morella to Tito Santana to Diamond Dallas Page. I mean, you you name it, we've had them. But uh, what's interesting about you is, uh, you know, you're you're progressing in the business and going up there. So that's why this interview is that great. By the way, we got Hunter Drake with us. We got. Uh, Ten and a half minutes of regular time. We're going to keep them a little longer than that uh, because we're enjoying this interview. So now I'm going to put this question to you because I asked all the independent wrestlers that. None of them has answered the same. I probably think you probably can figure out where I'm going to go with this, but I'm going to answer this anyway. Now, let's say that uh, you're doing a show and uh, a WWE official or AEW official is uh, at your match. And uh, they come up to you or they contact you and say, hey, we want to offer you this. Uh, we want to offer you a contract, two-part question, and uh, ask your fiancé the same thing. One, is that something you'd want to do? And we obviously know she did. And two, would you not big-time us and still be our friend and still talk to us? 
Um, one, yes, I would sign pretty much. Right now, uh, the doors are open for me. If it, anywhere, if, I'll listen to any offers, you know. But, yeah, I definitely look to sign somewhere uh, within a few years. And, yes, I'll still be your friend. Because I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to big league nobody. I'm just the same as y'all. I put my pants on one leg at a time just like y'all do. Oh, you put your pants on one leg at a time? I usually jump into my pants. <laughs> he needs to. Uh, well, the reason he asked that is, um, I mean, he asked it to everybody, but uh, he, he actually asked it to uh, to Katie Page. Now, we have, um, you know, we've had a lot of guys, like, like he said, who were former legends or who were names, household names that the run-of-the-mill wrestling fan would know. But, you know, a lot of our, our, our underground guys, our up-and-coming guys and girls, uh, you know, ask the same question. And, you know, a lot of the time it's a cool thought. And, hey, yeah, if that happens, that'd be great. Um, but he asked it to Kenzie Page, and she actually did debut. She actually is in AEW. So it is kind of cool now that, uh, you know, when he asked that, that, that it makes that hope and that, that possibility of something like that happening all that more real. Right. Yeah, it's definitely real. I mean, I mean, the fir- first thing is everyone's got to believe in themselves. If they don't believe in themselves, why should I believe in them? And I definitely mm. believe in myself. I definitely believe that I was made to do this and this only because nothing else interests me. And I don't think that's just a coincidence. So I definitely think you'll see me on TV within a few years, if that. And, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Kenzie Page said the same thing. And look where she's at. Exactly. A great now, let me ask you this. Yeah, let me ask you this. Now, I'll understand if you don't want to answer the question. I'll understand that. But uh, let's say that, uh, you know, because she's going to progress in her career. We know that because she's been on our show, and uh, uh, at that time it was the peak of her career, but now she's in AEW, so it's peaked even more. But uh, – would you consider doing like a managerial role if she asked you, or maybe like a, a, a tag team uh, with with her? Um, tag team, yes. Manager, no. Because I, at the end of the day, I'm not trained to be a manager. I'm trained to wrestle, and I can't. I'm not one to just sit on the sidelines and watch. You know, I can't. I don't function that way. But I would definitely team with her. That would be so cool. Well, you know, speaking, you know, I was that's what I was going to ask you. It's like you ever thought of tag team because, you know, if you ever want a tag team partner, you know, I have a mask, you know, but I usually just take oh, it out on the weekend. But, oh, uh, gosh. you know, <laughs> you know, but I'll tell you what, though, with with your finisher, uh, which I'm going to be talking about in a second, my finisher is called the junk punch him in the man business. As long as the referee's back is turned, we'll win. Every also time. known as a disqualification, of course. Mm-hmm. As long well, as long as we win every time. As long as we win every time. Well, he's a baby face, Icon. Quit trying to turn him heel. He's a baby face. <laughs> Leave my well, baby face Hunter, guys alone. <laughs> well, well, you know, the, the thing is, Hunter, though, I, I am I am a baby face in a lot of ways. Uh, unless you're talking about Kevin Owens, then I'm a heel, But uh, according to everybody else. But uh, the interesting thing about myself is I get that X-Pac heat, you know, uh, I don't know why, but I do. I just kind of get <clears throat> all that kind of heat. But uh, now, speaking of speaking of finishing maneuvers, I want you to tell us what is yours, 
what is it called, and we'll see if one of us will volunteer to let you practice it on us. Oh, well, my finisher is actually a springboard Canadian destroyer. Yeah, oh, wow. I know it sounds complicated, but... It does. <laughs> sounds yeah. devastating, too. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. I, I just call it is that. There, is there a name for it? I mean, that, that, that's an awful lot for the announcer to get out, you know, when he's calling the move. Oh, well, they usually just say Springboard Canadian, and that's what it's called. Hmm. Well, would you ever think of calling it, like, the Draker drop, the, the, uh, Draker dropper? No, because you're not I'm your open, I'm <laughs> open to name, name change. Uh, the icon. There you go. The icon <laughs> dropper. There you go. You don't even need put dropper. Just call it the icon. The yeah, icon, yeah. There that, we go. Put an eye on that son of a beast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm going to ask you, Hunter, uh, um, a few ego questions because I ask everybody this as well, and then uh, we'll get back to uh, asking you some other uh, questions about your career. But uh, first off, because uh, our fans know I was going to do this. The the icon made you a cool collector's card. What was your thought on that? Uh, oh, I loved it. I loved it. It was. It had a cool, a very good action shot with a very good, you know, promo shot. And uh, if I were to, uh, uh, I'll understand if you turn me down. Uh, not many have, but I can understand if you would. Uh, if I were to send you uh, an address, you think you might be willing to send us a few autographs for giveaways for our December show that we got coming up in December, which will be here before we know it? Yeah, I can do that. No problem. That's awesome. So, now, as everybody knows, and, you know, we've uh, got this whole COVID thing going on. Now, I'm I'm kind of curious what uh, COVID has affected your career. Have you had to blank out your calendar to a certain point. Uh, all the dates are still there. They're just either getting postponed or canceled. Or um, have you guys still been putting on shows just at a limited capacity? Well, the month of April and May were completely blanked out. Not one show. No, no training. All nothing. Just sitting at the house. Um, it came back more in June. June 5th was actually the return of independent wrestling for me. And I went from June 5th until this past weekend, nonstop dates, training uh, five days a week, wrestling on Saturdays. And then this past weekend was my first Saturday and Sunday off. So I used it to rest. But then it's just back again this Saturday. Well, with that being said, tell us about where the venue is. Uh who your opponent might be, if you know, and if our fans wanted to come check it out and tickets are available, how would they uh, come see you? So this Saturday is actually a closed set taping in Ringgold, Georgia. It'll be myself and my tag team partner, All Beef Tyler Franks. We're known as the Talladega Knights, going up against the Jungle Kings. And then next Saturday, August 8th, I will be in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Uh, you go to the Facebook page. I'll, it's on my page. You go to um, – there's a website. There's a link where you can get tickets. It will be myself one-on-one with MOW's Jordan Oliver, one of the hottest independent wrestlers in the game right now. 
and we're going to tear the roof off the building. I can guarantee that. And if you, if now, anybody also, that's has the opportunity to come, you should come because you don't want to miss this match. Now, also, uh, so we can so we can do this. Uh, if our if our fans want to check you out online, uh, you got a Facebook, you got Instagram, you got YouTube, you got a GoFundMe, you got a Twitch, you got a Twitter. What do you got? I got in uh, my Instagram is the Hunter Drake all together. My Facebook is just Hunter Drake, and my Twitter is the underscore Hunter Drake. That's that's awesome. Now, well, we've got that. Uh, so, okay. So you know, you mentioned uh, your tag team partner. What would you have to do to have uh, you hook us up with your tag team partner and have him on with us? Oh yeah, I can give you his information. Just look him up on Facebook, Tyler Frank. He's actually in the car with me right now. He's he's with you right now. Yeah, we train together. Well, let me ask train you this. Together, uh, well, let me ask you this. Would you be willing to take him in so we could talk to him a little bit? Oh, yeah. He's right here. If you if you, if you want to talk to him, you can talk to him. Yeah, sure. Yeah, take him in. Let's uh, let's interview him for a little bit since uh, he can be our second guest because our second guest had an emergency to uh, go in. So, yeah, we'll, we'll take him as our second guest, and I'll make him a card, too. Oh, perfect. Let us know when he's on. There we go. Well, he's with the, in the car with him, so I'm assuming he's going to be right there pretty soon. All right, hey guys, how's it going? This is all Beast Tyler Frank. Hey man, how are you? Man, I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Um, now, um, now I don't want to cause any friction uh, between you guys, but uh, uh, when you uh, when you guys decided to become a tag team uh, because you're so dominating. Who between you two is the one that decided to put the team together? Who, like, who kind of put the team together between us two? Yeah. Well, uh, honestly, me and Hunter, we've, we've been like a tag team since we were seven years old. Like, we backyard wrestled together. We, would, uh, we even had a backyard wrestling YouTube channel in high school, and we wrestled together there, and we actually uh, – and then we started training together. I know he mentioned earlier that we started uh, that he started training at a promotion called New South in Alabama. Uh, me and him, you know, we went together that day and we started training. We trained for about a year, and we did this uh, we did this gimmick uh, at New South, and we were uh, called Thunder Child Security. And we came out wore uh, black suits and yellow ties, and we we're basically like a uh, off-brand version of J and J Security, and we would just get beat up for the general manager each month while we were uh while we were still training and then we kind of just spun that off into a uh into a tag team on the show and then after uh, talking with each other and talking with the the promoter we kind of put together the Talladega Knights and we've just kind of ran with it ever since we've been running with it since uh I think last October uh, being from Alabama I guess we could say roll tight on that Oh, yes, sir. Roll Tide all day. Hunter Drake might not agree with that statement, but Roll Tide. Oh, is he not an Alabama fan? No. Unfortunately, he, uh, you see, he didn't have his, he wasn't as fortunate growing up, so he, uh, he was an Auburn fan. Ah. Uh, well, 
Well, see, you know, um, uh, Big Swing, you know, he, he's a fan of Albany, uh, obviously. And, uh, you know, well, no, I'm a Syracuse I, uh, fan. I live in New York. Well, Syracuse, okay. uh, I'm a Buckeyes fan. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of great rivalries between us and Alabama over the years. And uh, I believe uh, Granny Hulkster, where she's from, she definitely, she's got to be an Oklahoma fan. Sooners. No, no. I'm from <laughs> Arkansas, Icon. I'm from Arkansas. Sooners. No, Oklahoma is Sooners. Oklahoma is Sooners. Arkansas is the Razorbacks. Woo Pig Suey. I know. I was just trying to incite some. Uh, She's also a Raiders fan. With the boys. No, I'm not a Raiders fan, Big Swing. Don't you lie to these boys. I'm a total diehard Kansas City Chiefs and Kansas City Royals fan. I despise the Raiders. Thank you very much. And I don't like the Cowboys either. So. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I Look, I'm a, I'm, a Vi- like, I'm a Vikings fan. I don't like the Cowboys either, you know. But anyway, let's let's get back to uh let's get back to our guests because uh we don't want to rob from their time, but I see I knew as soon as I did that world tight thing, I knew we'd go off on a tangent. But um so now I'm gonna ask you I'm gonna ask you the same thing. Um now uh you know, there and I'm not just saying this because because you guys are on with us, but it is a true statement. There is not right now much in the tag team wrestling uh, realm in either AEW or WWE, which is really sad. So yeah, the tag uh, divisions have kind of went downhill for sure. So my question to you guys is: Would you be willing to go together as a tag team uh, to get in uh, to either AEW or the WWE, or would you guys want to try and go in singly and then tag up later? Um, I mean, honestly. Because you never know how how things turn out. Um, I mean, I would take any opportunity that I think would best uh, fit my career, whether it's singles or tag. I would I would kill for an opportunity either of companies in any capacity. Personally, I think it would be really cool to be uh, to get the tag at the top level because since we've been a team for so long, and you know, it would just kind of like be the icing on the cake, you know, and it. But, you know, I would be fortunate in any way, shape, or form to be on either of those programs. So let me ask you this then, uh, and you guys can both answer this question, or one of you. Uh, what tag team would you guys compare yourselves to, or are you guys in a class all your own? Um, you know, I think because a lot of us, you know, uh, we might not show it a whole lot in the way we wrestle, but we like we like having the, that old school mentality in a way, and I, I want us to be like, uh, got a picture of trying to be like the modern day rock and roll express, in a way. You know, I was I was gonna say that I was gonna say either the Rock and Roll Express or the Heart Foundation. Okay. Or even or even the Rockers. Yeah, yeah. Any of those comparisons? And great. Uh, uh, now. Uh, now, if you uh, – I don't know if you'd be able to do it as well, but uh, I sent uh, your tag team partner an address. Would you be willing to uh, send us some autographs too? Oh, yeah, for, for, of course. That would be awesome. So now I'm going to uh, put this to you as well. 
you're, uh, you know, you guys are a tag team, so, you you know, he has his finishing maneuver, but I know you also wrestle singly, so what is your finishing maneuver? Tell us about it. Um, You know, early on in my uh, career, I've kind of, like, played around with a couple of different moves, you know, I, but the first, the one I probably use the most frequently, I would say, uh, I call it the painkiller. And it's a move I've carried on since I was, like, even in the old backyard days. It's just something I've always, it's always been my move. It's, uh, I get my, my shoulders fireman's carry. Uh, recently, I haven't put an airplane spin into it, but it's just basically a Samoan driver. Well, uh, I think, uh, I think Big Quinn would be willing to let you practice that on him. You're just volunteering you... me for stuff? <laughs> well, yeah, just like... Just like you volunteered me to take on Kevin Owens a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but you won't actually, like, that's just because you talk about him 24-7. I think he's got a man crush on Kevin Owens. Well, yeah, just like your man crush on Edge, right? (laughs) Well, that's, I don't deny that. That actually is, you know, he's my MCM, you know? But... So we have we have the Talladega Knights here with us. Uh, We got uh, about seven minutes here with the Talladega Knights, and I do want to thank you guys for... uh, uh, you know, taking time out of your schedule. Now I'll ask you the same thing. How about you? You got a Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, GoFundMe. What do you got? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Facebook is just uh, Tyler Frank. Um, on Instagram it is a b underscore t frank, and then on Twitter it is a b underscore t franks as well. I believe my Twitter and Instagram have the same handle, so. Simple enough. All right, and what I'll do, uh, what I'll do, because you guys have been so awesome, uh, I'll uh, like I did for your tag team partner there. I'll make uh, you a collector's card as well, and then I'll make you guys a uh, a tag team collector's card as well. Because um, I'm checking, out, I'm checking out the uh, uh, where you guys are wearing the black shirt, the yellow ties, and the Ray Ban sunglasses. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, well, I like I like I like this guy icon because he mentioned about him being like a modern day rock and roll express. And I like I was telling Hunter Tyler, Granny is a huge fan of the rock and roll express. I mean, I love Ricky and Robert. They are awesome, awesome, awesome people. And I tell you, and also I wanted to mention, guys, um, I have a very good independent wrestling friend that has been making appearances on AEW. His name is Fuego de Sol. He's a pretty awesome wrestler. And I'm sure, Hunter, I don't know, Tyler, if you've had the opportunity to meet him or not, but, Hunter, you might have had the opportunity to meet him a couple of times. Um, I actually have not met him in person. I've seen a lot of his stuff Um and he's very, very good. And he's actually one of my dream opponents on the independent scene. I, it's funny because Tyler mentioned that we used to do some backyard wrestling on YouTube. And the first time we actually seen Hugo Desol was on his backyard show because he was also based out of Alabama. So that's mm-hmm. a pretty cool little thing. So I would definitely love to meet him and work with him in the near future. He's pretty awesome. I, I've actually had the opportunity to see him wrestle several times at independent shows that I've been to when I went to Oklahoma to watch wrestling. You know, unfortunately in Arkansas right now, the federation that I help out a lot with, and I'm not a wrestler, guys. I'm just a huge fan. 
but I'm president of the Arkansas Championship Wrestling Fan Club. We had to make a decision the other day <clears throat> to um, not have any further shows until this COVID-19 gets a little bit more under control. So, but I did get to go see um, at Wrestling for a Cause. I get to, I did go to go see a show Saturday, and that was my first wrestling show I've gotten to see since March. So, Granny was quite happy because Tyler, I like hollering at the bad guys. I do not like the heels. I she can is talk not a heel fan. To him when I have to. No, I'm not a heel fan. And they've been trying to turn Granny heel for quite some time right now, and it's not going to happen. So, <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> You know, and Tyler, you know, I'm I'm kind of looking at uh, I'm kind of like looking at your uh, your page right now, and uh, it looks like you were a multi-sports uh, star. Is that correct? Oh yes, sir. I played four sports in high school. You know, I was uh, I was uh, I was the president of the chess club and the debate team. Uh, you know, because my mom and dad went and signed a permission slip, so you know, uh, so. I, you know, the reason why I admire guys like you is because you got all the cheerleaders. And, uh, you know, I cheerleaders never went for guys like me. I mean, look, the girls in the Spanish club are fine. Well, they don't usually but, like you know, offensive linemen. Yeah, I, well, I always wanted to uh, I always wanted to date a cheerleader, but you guys always took them from me. Mm. Hey, look, man, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. You know, it, it happens. <laughs> And uh, real quick, fill us in, guys. What is the name of uh, the current name of the company that you guys are with right now? Uh, I mean, we're independent. We're we're all over the place. Anywhere that they'll book us, really. We we mainly work out of New South Pro Wrestling, based out of Alabama. Um, we go to Anarchy Wrestling in Georgia, Cornelia, Georgia. Um, we work at KFW a lot in. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and then we're also at IWA Mid South in Indiana. So basically, NSP Wrestling is that's where you guys, uh, uh, the picture of you guys uh, holding the tag team titles. That was NSP, is that correct? Yes, that's our that's our home show. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, we got a few more uh, minutes left with you guys. Uh, how about you? When is uh, your next match, uh, uh, your next singles match? And uh, do you know who it's going to be and where it's going to be in? Hold on. What was that oh. again? We, we had a little bit of a breakup on our end. Uh, there we go. Oh, now, so where uh, where is uh, where is your next match going to be at? Where, when, and uh, who against? Okay. Um my next match is also uh, going to be this Saturday uh, in Ringgold, Georgia, at a closed set. I'll be teaming with Hunter. Uh, we'll be teaming with Sally and I, taking on the uh, Jungle Kings. And then um, that this following Saturday, August 8th, I will uh, I will be in Alabama at New South at the fifth anniversary show in Hansville, Alabama. And uh, my match is yet to be announced, so I can't say anything further on that. But I will be there in now I got to ask you guys: uh, With your wrestling tag team, is Talladega Nights one word or two words? Uh, just two words. Two words. Okay. All right. It's like the movie. Just make sure. It's like the movie. Yeah, it's like the movie, but we put it with a K, like like night. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they, you know, they didn't want to get sued. They had to do something to creatively get around the copyright there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
We, see, we, we come up there all jacked up on Mountain Dew and just have a blast. You know what I'm saying? Just a couple kids up there. Which, in the which is awesome, by the but way. But you guys still spell it T-A-L-I-D-A-G-A, right? Knights? Yeah, it's uh, T-A-L-L-E-G-A. Oh, A-D-E-G-A. Hunter is confusing me over here. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Spell it one more yeah. time so I can get it correct. Gotcha. Uh, T-A-L-L-A-D-E-G-A and then K-N-I-G-H-T-S. T-A-L-L-A-G-E-G-E. Icon, we all know your issues with spelling. Just, like, I'll send it to you in a message. All right. Yeah, that's okay. But anyways... All right. Just want to make sure I got it correct. Uh, I do have issues with pronunciation of names and spelling names only because uh, I'm Norwegian and you got to forgive me. But anyway, like that has anything to do with it. Right. right. Well, I got to have some got to have some kind of excuse. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, well, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, guys, you have been awesome, and we uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. And uh, hopefully, uh, if uh, we haven't scared you guys away too much, that you, you guys would be uh, willing to come on with us again, and uh, we can uh, uh, chat with you guys more. Uh, do you guys have any plans on doing uh, going for any titles, uh, either of you guys, other tag team or single? Um. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to getting our uh, New South Tag titles back. We uh we lost them last Sunday, or I guess it was the Sunday before last, at uh Top Shelf in Huntsville, Alabama. You can you can find that in the rest of our New South matches on IWTV. Um. Yeah, we're definitely looking to get those back. We're also looking to uh, go after the IWA Mid South Tag titles. Um. Uh, Alice Crowley and Becky Idol currently hold them. They uh, we were in the uh, six uh, six team TLC match that they won them in and came up a little short. We've had a couple shots for the titles, but those are some titles we'd like to get our hands on. And Hunter is currently a singles champion at a uh, KFW in Tennessee. Yes, I'm the KFW Daredevils champion currently. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Tyler. When you uh, when you get a chance to have you get out of this interview, check your uh, Facebook Messenger. Uh, I I sent a little surprise there for you. All right, sounds good. Do. All right. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We do appreciate you taking time on your schedule. Thanks, we love guys. you guys, and uh, we'll uh, I'll definitely stay in contact with you. We'll have you guys both on again. Yes, sir. We must do that for sure. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Y'all have a nice night. The television well. nights, ladies and gentlemen, that would be uh, that would be our boys themselves, Tyler Frank and Hunter Drake. So, uh, you know, that'd be cool. Um, you know, I was just thinking, you know, uh, he should add an S to his name so it could be the Franks and Drakes. I think that'd be awesome, don't you guys think? Oh, for sure. So, yeah. So, what did you guys think of that interview? That was pretty good, huh? That was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I uh, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, so our next guest will be calling in in about uh, ten minutes. Uh, there's um, 
one other thing, you guys, I got I to gotta discuss here real quick. Uh, some of the feedback I've been getting on some of our uh, shows. Um, and you guys can uh, help set the record straight. Um, last week, uh, apparently, uh, you know, someone thought I was a little out of line with you guys because I was uh, talking about how we got off format and all this stuff. Now, would you guys oh, clear the air on that? Yeah, uh, you guys have no uh, feelings of ill will on that, am I right? No, not at all. All right. And like and I said, and I- like I said, Icon, like I said, it was a family reunion for Granny last week because when you mentioned, when you introduced Angel Megastar, I've known that young lady for quite a long time. So it was like a family reunion for Granny to get to talk to her again. So. If I was out of line, I apologize, but I was happy to have her on the show because it's been a long time since I've actually got to speak with her, and it was it was just a joy being able to get to talk to her again. Right, and the other thing that is something that kind of ticked me off a little bit, um, someone had uh, uh, sent me a, a Facebook message, and I deleted it, and I blocked them because they, they ticked me off, but... They they had asked me. They said, "Why do you only uh, uh, book uh, female wrestlers and uh, uh, adult film stars that are females on your show, and that's all you have on your show?" Now that's not guys, the case. Yeah, you guys know that's not the case. Not at all. I mean, we we've had you know, some, but that's not all we have. Right. Exactly. And uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of. I mean, what is the guy uh, in deflective listening or what? Because that's not what, uh, I mean, yes, we've had our pair of female wrestlers and we've had our our pair of, you know, adult stars, but we've had more than that. I mean, are you telling me that Tito Santana and Diamond Dallas Page are female adult stars? Are you freaking kidding me? You know, hey, speaking of this, I got to ask you guys real quick. I don't know if you guys still have, um, um, uh, well, Monday Night Raw is over, but I don't know if you guys are still uh, have it on USA Network, but there's a show that the Miz host called Cannonball. Have you, have you guys watched that at all? No. I've not got to see well, it yet. I think it's on Tuesday well, nights here in yeah, in my location. Well, I know. It's on right now on USA Network, if uh, you guys have a chance to tune in. The reason why I'm asking is the guy that won um, the um, – uh, the tournament uh, in this episode uh, is going to be on with us, Tanner Cortez. Uh, okay. And, uh, you know, you're like thinking, wow. Okay, he he just won. Uh, this is a replay from last night. He just won last night, and the Icon's already got him booked as a guest. How does the Icon do that? Well, guess what? I'm the Icon. That's all you need to know. Am I right? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so we got about uh, eight minutes before our, our next guest calls in. So uh, what, that was uh, cool, though. We kind of got we kind of got two for the price of one there in that last one. Yeah, I I, I fully enjoyed it, and uh, I mean I wasn't expecting uh, that. And uh, we do want to um, uh, send uh, uh, wishes um, condolences. Uh, uh, yeah, well wishes. not condolences, but get well wishes to um, our uh, our um, 
our, our, guess. our guest that was supposed to be on, his, his wife is uh, sick and fell ill, so he had to take care of her, and oh, I understand boy. that. And um, our guest last week uh, had lost one of her relatives a couple days after the show, so uh, we want to send our uh, our condolences to uh, her family as well uh, for, um, for their loss. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's tough, you know, you, you know, you just never know. And with all this COVID, and this is not a political statement. I don't want to get, I don't want to get a lot of tweets and crap on this either, but, uh, you know, with all the stuff going on, you don't know, nobody knows when this is going to be over. No one knows what's going to happen. But the main thing is we all come out safe is what I want to put out that's, there. That's, that's going to be the main – yeah, that, that's going to be the main uh, thing. As long as everybody comes out of this, you know, well and not sick and, you know, everyone everyone is, is happy and healthy, that's really what we care about the most. Now, uh, now in uh, New York, if you guys – uh, fully opened up, or are you close back down again, or what's going on out there? Um, well, we had, we we were we were open like almost almost fully, and then um, the governor made a law uh, where we we have to like if you're gonna if you're gonna go to the bar and order a drink. For example, um, you have to order food. So you cannot – because he thinks – the governor thinks that if you're going there with the sole intention of just drinking, that you're going to mingle around and talk to people and you know not be following social distance protocols. You're going to want to go there and talk and mingle like you normally would at a bar. But if you go to eat, you're going to basically be restricted you know, to your table, and you're not going to have the – you know the ability to to get up and walk around and do all that stuff. So basically, a lot of the the bars and clubs are having some trouble now because, uh, like I said, the um, like they have to order food. So a lot of places that don't normally serve food, you know, gentlemen's clubs and things like that, uh, are are in some trouble because now they can't serve alcohol without it. So it's it's ever changing up here. I mean, we're mostly open. We still don't have gyms. A lot of our gyms are open right now, uh, and things like that. But uh, but yeah, we're 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 doing uh, we're 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 cycling along. We're getting through it as best as possible. Uh, and Granny, what's going on in your neck? I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys what's going on. Well, I mean, we're you know we've been open for you know I mean restaurants you know we're able to start open back up for indoor dining and stuff, but. Now, they have made it a mandated law here for Arkansas that when you go out, you have to wear a mask. If you're out, you know, and you don't have a mask on the first time, you're warned. But after that, it can be anywhere from $100 to a $500 fine. And we're still, hopefully, like I said, they said that we're still going to have our conference next month down in Little Rock, you know. So unless that, unless something between now and then drastically changes but i mean we're you know open for the most part you know people you have like you go to walmart and stuff they're making they're making their customers you know in the restaurants you have to have a mask when you go in and then like when you get your food and when you get your drinks and you take your mask off 
and our Moose Lodge has been open. I mean, we're not able to have any dancers yet or anything, so we're only opened on, like, Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays, and we do Sunday afternoons, like, darts and washers and stuff. But as far as, I mean, we're doing Friday night dinners, but no dancers yet. Um, you know, it's, it, 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 you know, Arkansas, you know, especially the county I live in, a lot of the problems that we've been having with the increase in numbers is because of the poultry plants and Hispanics and Marshallese people. That's where a lot of our mm-hmm. higher numbers are coming from right now. But um, my son, you know, he doesn't have the COVID, but um, he st- had to start a new medication the other day. And I think it's not agreeing with him. So they've stopped the one medicine until he gets feeling better. I think he's got like a stomach virus is what he's got. But um, the doctor said once he starts feeling better, he wants you to try it again. And if the same thing happens again, then we know it's the medication. But because um, it was causing him some stomach problems and things like that. But, you know, none of us have had it, you know. I mean, they've tested my husband, hit my husband's job. You know, he gets his temperature taken every day when he goes into work. They have... But they're not required. I mean, they're required to put, wear a mask when you come in the door. But the, his area where he works at, he kind of works by himself. So, you know, there's not mm. a lot of people in the shop area. But it is what it is. But, um, you know, I just I just want it to be over with, you know. I mean, a lot of people. Oh, I don't blame you. Have, you know, it's just. It's it's a new kind of normal that I don't think any of us would ever had expected to be a part of, you know, and everything and see, you know, and I just and there's just really, you know, the way they're talking, it may be another year or two. I mean, this may be our new normal way of life, guys, where we have to wear masks everywhere we go. And I think that's pretty sad. But, you know, well, well you that know, was certainly that was certainly sync. Speaking of that, our, our guest should be calling in here shortly, but um, I'll, I'll watch for him. You know, out here, out here in North Dakota, uh, um, there, you know, in Minnesota, you have they have the mandate where you have to wear a mask, but North Dakota doesn't have that yet. But it looks like they're going to be adopting to that. Uh, where I work at, you know, I get uh, w- one of my three jobs. One I work at, I got to wear a mask when I'm uh, on the phone talking to people. Try talking to people wearing a mask all day. Think about that for a second. Uh, which is not very good. And uh, then my other uh, job I have, uh, I have to uh, I get my temperature checked. Uh, and uh, last week I actually had uh, got tested for COVID again. Uh, this time it was the, uh, I call it the, uh, uh, hey, doc, why don't you tell me what I'm thinking uh, test? Because they stick that damn uh, uh, cotton swab so far up your nose, it touches your brain. They can tell you what you're thinking. You know, basically, it's, 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 it's that bad. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have been tested yet, but it's terrible. You know, my husband, my husband was, I've never been, I haven't been tested yet, but my husband said it was pretty bad, you know, having that swab stuck all the way up his nose, you know, so. Yeah. Well, the thing is that there's two forms of tests, one, the nose thing, or one where they, they swab the back of your throat. And uh, I can't really do that because I have such a strong gag reflex that, you know, it's not good. So, you know, it's either touch my brain or whatever, you know, touch my tonsils, I guess. But whatever it is, it's it's just not fun. But, you know, getting tested 
you know, feeling ill, or and this is not a PSA either, but if you're feeling ill or anything like that, uh, you know, stay home, you know, make sure you're okay before you go out. You know, you know, everybody, if we want life to get back to normal, and this is not a political statement, but if you want life to get back to normal, wear a mask. You know, it's only going to be a temporary thing for now. If everybody wears a mask for now to stop the spread of stuff going on, we can all get through this. But if you like living like this, don't wear a mask. You know, just continue working on spreading things. You know, but for the time being, you, you, it's, it's disconcerting, it's discomforting, it's disheartening. I understand that. But wear a mask. You know, protect yourself. Protect everybody else around you. Protect your friends, your family, your coworkers, everybody. Wear a mask. It's not that hard. Well, it's even gotten to the point, guys, here in Arkansas, that, like, they say if you're in your car driving, you don't have to wear your mask. But, like, for example, my husband and I, if we're in my car together, we don't have to have our mask on when we're in the car. But, like, let's say my son gets in the car with us because he does not live in our household, he has to have a mask on. Because he doesn't oh, live wow. in the same house that we do. Yeah. Huh. So, you know, I mean, and I wear my mask when I'm out everywhere I go. When I go to the Walmart, you know, I, I because I'm a borderline diabetic. So, you know, so I wear I got, my we mask. Do have, I mean, we do have the, uh, the icon. We do have a guest on with us, so the 941 number. Yep. All right. If you want to put it on, I'll go ahead and introduce Yep. You. Do your thing, man. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Hopefully, she's bringing her motorcycle with her this time. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the daredevil herself. She is Cheryl Caruso. (laughs) Hi, this is Cheryl Caruso, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and the granny holster. How are you, Cheryl? Good to have you. Thanks for taking time out of your uh, your schedule to uh, join us. Uh, I know you just you had to uh, stop jumping out a couple buildings to join us tonight, but we do appreciate it. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. It's been a little while since I've done a show. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you give us a little background about yourself, and then I'm going to ask you a few questions. Then we'll go around, Rob, and I'm going to come and ask you, and I'm going to come back and ask you the tough questions. So if you want to give us a little sure. background, then we'll uh, then we'll talk to you. Okay. Um, well, kind of started my stunt uh, career a, a little bit late in the game. It was in um, let me see. It, it was actually just about two weeks shy of my thirty uh, ninth birthday, and I had just um, done. A, uh, I was running the bikini circuit. My my mom sewed my bathing suits for me. I had a lot of good support from my husband and everything. And I was at um, I was at a dance club in Sarasota and I just came across, I was single and came across uh, a guy that he was just talking and he was a blonde guy with blue eyes, which I wasn't attracted to, but I liked to talk to him. I like guys with dark hair and brown eyes. But come to find out his name was Sky Lungston. And um, we just got talking, and he asked me if I would be interested in um, in, uh, in joining him uh, doing stunt on motorcycles. 
Now I have to tell you, I was I got really excited because I'm a I'm a motorcycle girl. I started um, the my love with motorcycles when I was just a little kid. As we say in Florida, you had a little bullfrog, <laughs> and I had um, um uh, we had mini bikes, and uh, we were you know like ten, eleven years old then. And then I got my first bike when I was fifteen. It was a Hadassah. And darn, I wish I still had that bike because, man, I'm telling you, it would have been worth something today. But uh, I started um, uh, popping wheelies with it, and I had my dad come out and, uh, and watch me. And I remember um, I got my first Bell helmet, and I was really proud of it. And it actually, um, I I slipped, and I flipped backwards. <laughs> so my dad was taking me to the hospital. I, I sustained some road rash on my on my knees and on my hands, and um, I was more concerned about my helmet. I was in ER, and I was hanging on to my helmet because I got it for my birthday along with my bike, and um, the nurses were trying to take my helmet away, and I said, no, this is a bell helmet. <laughs> but my, my love started a long time ago with, um, you know, having fun, and um I was always a, a, a daredevil, so to speak. Uh, my mom has a picture of me when I was three years old, and I managed to climb up on top of a refrigerator. And uh, she took a picture of me. I guess I, I knew that there were some cookies up there that my mama made. And uh, I managed to climb up there. But henceforth, I, I, um, I'd climb on top of uh, the roof of our house, and it was a one story. I just want to be clear with that. And I'd say, "Hey, y'all, watch this!" And I'd jump off. <laughs> so, so my uh, uh, real quick about the cookie story. So let me ask you this: Did you sue the producers of Roger Rabbit because they 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 did that exact same thing with Baby Herman when he climbed up on the fridge to get the cookies? Did you have to sue them for that because they did what you did? <laughs> That's a good one. No, I I thought I'd let that one slide. <laughs> I should have got residuals though, right? <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, uh, I I just I didn't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead, uh, continue with your then, uh, then I'm going to ask you some questions, and we'll have the other guys uh, chime in. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, I just gonna, I I was you know I've always been been really fearless. I you know, I have no no fear, and I was bungee jumping. And um, as my mom said, why would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane? I remember I did my first tandem jump, and um, I just got I'm an adrenaline junkie. I've slowed down a bit, but uh, when when I climb on top of the refrigerator now, now I have to tell you I'm a grandma of seven, and I'm in my sixties now, but <laughs> I. You know, I, I said you crazy stuff. I'll still climb on top of the, of the refrigerator or something or whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm so, I'm still moving. I'm not doing the crazy stuff I used to though. <laughs> so now, did you ever uh, dream about uh, doing a uh, stunt with Evil Knievel or becoming the next Oh my Evel gosh, she was my hero. Oh, are you kidding? Oh my gosh, I I was just I. I saw him one time um, when I was a kid. I know I remember it was vacation time, and he was in our area. And um, I was a teenager at the time, and I just like 
you know, I want to do that. You know what else I wanted to do? I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to drive stock cars. I wanted to be the in, in the powder puff derby because my my dad, he drove and he drove um, in the stock cars. And I said, you know what? When I get my license, I'm going to be in the powder puff derby. I mean, I was just like all kinds of crazy stuff I wanted to do, and I end up um, getting a whole bunch of horses and riding rodeo. So uh, I can uh, I can ride a Harley. I can ride a um, I can ride a horse and and drive a stick shift. <laughs> well, with with that being said, we have uh, Cheryl Caruso as our guest here, and uh, just to clarify, uh, unless you are, uh, you have no relation to uh, David Caruso, correct? I am not, but I I remember watching his show all the time. I used to joke and say we were related, but uh, as far as I know, no relation. Probably, probably like distant cousins, but anyway, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to hold off on my questions for a little bit. We're going to kind of do the we're going to kind of go off filter a little bit. We're going to go do a little round robin here. We got Cheryl Cruz here. We got about uh, 35 minutes here with uh, Cheryl. Uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest? Uh, I know you got some uh, evil can evil questions for her. Go ahead. Well, you know, I just find it interesting that you have that type of career. Um, What has been one of your most challenging stunts or memorable stunts you've ever done? Um, I would, I I love that question. I will tell you, um, it was when we were in um in uh, uh Carson Valley in uh, Nevada and it was bike week and um it was actually an off day for us and i was riding in, in back of a of a fat boy uh a friend of ours out there and we were just i think we were going to Virginia City and i was just i i'm i'm a photographer you know and and a and and i just i love taking photography you know and, and pictures wherever i'm at so I had my my camera with me, and um, I just saw this amazing view of this mountain, and, and it had this uh, snow peak on it. And I'm like, I gotta get that picture. And so we were riding down, and I I, I did a 180 on the bike. So I turned completely around, and we had bikes in back of us, and they were they were freaking out. Because I was taking pictures behind behind my my friend, so I I think that was I you know I I just did that on a whim, and I didn't even mm-hmm. tell um, my my friend David that I was doing it, and I and I totally scared the crap out of him. But um, <laughs> yeah, if you can imagine, and then everybody else that, that that's facing me, following us, you know, we it was you know it was a trail of, of Harleys. They were like. Mm-hmm. What the, you know what are she? <laughs> and, and then we, that's we, amazing. We got, yeah, we, we we got we hit a uh, you know a, a pretty famous watering hole, and everybody gets off the bike and we're con their their bikes and we're congregating and there's like, what retardation were you doing? And I said, I got the, I got the best pictures in the world. You want to see? <laughs> So I, I would say that's that amazing. That was, yeah, because it was you know it's just spontaneous. It wasn't planned. Um, mm-hmm. That's yeah. always the best <laughs> kind, really. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you, you want to hear a, the, the, a really good upside on that? 
one of the pictures I I I, I donated. I didn't sell it. It was just a, an amazing photo, and um, I actually donated it to a charity event that was being hosted. Um, uh, one of the bikes children had cancer, and so they had a benefit. And that was, and, and that, well, we made it 8 by 10 and I donated it. And um, it was, it's just a spectacular photo, and it was definitely awesome. appreciated. So awesome. Like, and, so, and, and that was another reason I felt really good about the story, too. So, yeah. Awesome. Cheryl Cruz was our guest here. we got about uh, 28 minutes here with uh, Cheryl. Uh, hey, Big Swing, I know you're, uh, you're interested in getting in uh, with the Daredevil here. What do you got for our guest, Cheryl Cruz? Go ahead. Hi, you're on. I, Hello. I think he's there. Hey, uh, don't be afraid. I won't buy. No, sorry. I was uh, I was actually I was typing I was typing something, so I was actually on mute, and I didn't want you to hear the keys. So that's probably what it was. Um, I uh, I'm just wondering how you how you sort of got interested in uh and involved in this kind of thing. I mean, it's not something that. Uh, people do every day, you know, and I was just wondering what kind of inspirations led you to say, hey, this is what I want to do. Well, um, I've, I've always loved acting and, 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 and being a chef. I was one of those, those kids that, you know, I was, I mean, you know, by the time I could walk, I'd say, you know, I'd have my, my parents in the living room watching me do cartwheels stuff and I would be doing or, or magic tricks or something but I always loved an audience and um, I, I never met a crowd that I was in, in fear of and I just um, I like the excitement I like I love entertaining people I love the reaction and I, I think I don't know it's just like in my DNA I'm just uh, yeah, yeah. I'm born a ham. Well, That's what my mom used to say. Well, well, I mean, you mentioned like there was no crowds and things you were afraid of, but I mean, the actual event of of, of jumping off of something, you know, whether it's on a bike or okay. not, uh, can be terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's it's I I like I said, you know, I'm an adrenaline junkie. I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent, but I just love that. Um, I guess that that's kind of an addiction. Hmm. But, but like I said, I've slowed down a little bit. But I, I just love that. And I was um, uh, Sky and uh, Sky Lunson and I, we would used we used to um, um, we would practice at the Sunshine uh, Speedway here in Bradenton, Florida. It's closed right now. Um, I hope they reopen it. I hope anybody listening, please reopen it. Um, and um, we would have some people come out on the weekends and watch us, and we would do some jumps, and uh, I'd pop wheelies, or I would, and Sky would be on the back, and we would um, jump ramps from point A to point B. Um, uh, you can actually look Sky Lungston up. He's, um, I, I'm pretty, yeah, he, he can still be Googled. He actually, um, he has set uh, uh, some records back uh, in the day. And um, he would get a, a company to sponsor him, like Budweiser, and he would get these semis, um, like back to back, and he would jump from one ramp to another. And um, I would wow. not be doing those, um, but I would be doing other things, and um, hmm. n- not quite as not quite as scary as them. I would be, you know, doing the uh, semis, but. Um, I'd be doing some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. 
Would you like uh, would you like you jump know? out of a plane and stuff? I mean, is that something you would you would oh, do yeah. or? Oh, I oh I have jumped out of a plane a couple times. <laughs> you have. See, see, that's got to be like yeah. absolutely horrifying. <laughs> well, I know. See, well, like the with first, me, first... with me, my luck is my luck is you know a parachute wouldn't open. You know. Oh my gosh! I just. Yeah, you know what? I just, I just don't. I, I really don't have a fear of that, and and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the. I, I mean, if it's my, if it's my time, that's it. And if I'm, mm. if, you know, I, I don't know. Um, you know, everybody has some sort of a thinking. But my mom used to say, "Why would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it quite figure me out sometimes. But uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Cheryl Caruso's uh, our guest here. We've got about 23 minutes left. You know, really, the only time you want, ever want to jump out of a plane is if you're on uh, Amelia Earhart Airlines. That's where uh, <laughs> your luggage arrives, but your pilot's lost. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a tomato. I could just throw it. Yeah. Now, uh, Joan, there's one thing I, I, I want to ask you about, and then I'm going to ask you some uh, career questions. But uh, do you remember when uh, uh, the day that I booked you on the show and uh, what was happening that day? I got to ask you uh, if you were, if you and your little dog survived that. Because when I was uh, talking to you, there was an alligator or something trying to attack your dog. What, uh, did, oh, did you guys come oh, out of that okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it. Well, you know, welcome to Florida. Um, if, if there's a puddle mm-hmm. of water, you can bet, you can bet your bottom dollar there's a gator near. <laughs> um, where uh, where in Florida are you, by the way? Just if you don't mind me asking. I'm I'm, I'm in Sarasota. Sarasota okay, right see, Tampa. I got a place in the I got a place in the Clearwater area up by Tampa. So okay. Oh, yes. oh, I love the beach there. Nice. Nice. Clearwater's yeah, nice, she, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she lives in uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage's hometown. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, yeah, that, so back to the alligator. Yeah, um, there was this alligator that was out back, and um, um, he was, like, in his uh, – out there sunbathing all the time, and uh, – and, and, and it, it was just too close. I mean, I mean, because I'm like, you know, you take ten paces out my door, and there's the lake. So, um, but but everything's good. And as far as I know, no dogs were missing, or cats, or small children. So that's good. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah I, I remember because uh, I I had uh, I had three or four different conversations with you. You tried to say good dog from an alligator. It's like, oh my god. You know, and, um, oh, speaking of animals, do you want me to tell you about about Link, our snake that we that we traveled with? That that was our, the, that was the next thing I was going to ask you about. You got to tell us about your snake called Link. One, how he got his yeah. name, and uh, what he does when he travels with you, besides spooking out the people that try and look in your bags. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so whenever um, Sky and I had a gig, um. Our, our roadies would, would travel by wheel to our destination, and we would usually fly out there because we would have a rodeo show to promote it. And we, we would hit, like, Bike Week, you know, with all the motorcycles and everything, like Thunder by the Bay and um, that sort of thing. Um, so th- this snake that I'm talking about, uh, Link, Link at the time was about eight and a half feet long. He was a Burmese python. Um 
guy had had him for years and years, probably since he was a little kid, I think. And um, so Link went with us wherever we went because he was he, he, he was the best for a photo op, and all the kids loved him. Um, so we got a lot of pictures with Link. He was he was a lot of fun to bring along. So we're in our in our hotel rooms. Our agent is with us. We're all in we're in three separate rooms, and um, and then the roadies, you know, they had their room too. So it's about three in the morning, and um, I get this knock on the door, and and I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding? It's been a long day. You know, we finally, you know, the the, the following day, you know, it's Monday, so we finally get to rest, and we're going to be headed home soon. And and it's Sky, and he, I open the door, and I'm like, what's going on, you know? And he's like frantic, and he said, he said, Link, Link, he's gone, he's gone. And I'm like, dude, what do you mean he's gone? He's freaking gone, man. And I'm like, and so I'm like, so I'm like, I I gotta see this. So I throw on a bathrobe or whatever, and I go to his room, and there's the cage, and it's empty and I'm like what so Sky was out um, doing an interview really really super late with a bunch of reporters and um, somebody apparently got into his room and took a snake now how you can get a snake out of there that that's that big is beyond me and and it's and it's crazy because his his crate was still there, and and we we never recovered him. We never recovered this almost nine foot snake, and and I can't tell you how devastated Sky was. Well, all all of us were because he was part of the family. But um, so it was a so it was a snake napping. It was a snake napping. I don't know. You got like I already hit the button. I can't hit the button again. <laughs> well, no, 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 that, that wasn't, that, no, no, that wasn't a joke. I'm, I'm being serious. Someone kidnapped no, the snake. It was more of a dun dun dun. Yeah, it wasn't a good thing. But yeah, it was a snake napping. I mean, how do you report that? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that, well, let that me was ask you this. Did, did you guys try and report it, or did you just like? Well, we um, did. Oh, oh, we did report it. Oh, are you kidding? We we told everybody that would stand still. And and the thing is, though, is that is that you know snakes like this, they have a specific diet, you know, and you have to, you know, you have to really take care of them. You have to be dedicated to take care of a snake like that. And um, so I I don't know. I I thought it was just like one of the meanest things anybody could do. So and it really broke his heart, but. Anyhow, and he never got another snake. I, I, I can you know tell you that. But um, the following week, we actually did an MTV gig, and um, that was a lot of fun. So. So now, um, with um, you know, uh, I'm I'm kind of curious, and I'll understand if you don't want to ask this, but you know, with all this Ooh. stuff, like you know, you're down in Florida, and we know that COVID is rapid down there. What has uh, COVID? Uh, uh, how has it affected uh, what uh, you're doing in your career and your stunts? Okay. Well, I'm I'm retired now, and I I, I um so I'm not doing anything like that right now. Um, 
I am doing uh, I, I'm doing some a little bit of radio. I've done a commercial. I actually won an Addy Award uh, for a commercial that I did, which is pretty cool. And um, so I've kind of you know I've I've you know I'm, I'm you know I'm not doing the, the things that I used to, but uh, what I am doing is um, I, I, I re- recreated myself after I retired. You can only do this for so long. And I and I was really lucky that I never sustained any injury except a second degree burn on the on the exhaust one time when, and it was my fault. I just got stupid and I didn't, you know, I wasn't watching it. But um, anyhow, I I I'm a I'm a, a certified fitness uh, uh, instructor, and um, I've expanded it with um, uh, helping out um, memory care people with Alzheimer's and dementia with music and memory and motion. So I'm still keeping that, that, you know, that, that crowd, but it's a little bit different. You know, whether they can remember me the next day or not is irrelevant. <laughs> well, you know, that's the, uh, that's the next thing that I was going to let you touch on. Um, yeah. uh, tell us, um, I was going to let you uh, picture uh, your fitness uh, in what you do there uh, to let everybody mm-hmm. know, like, if they want to sign up or go to a website, what they would have to do to uh, take classes and stuff like that. Go ahead and give us uh, the skinny on that. Okay. Well, um, uh, my, uh, um, I, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. It's, well, it's, uh, you can look under shares NRG fit for you. That's a hashtag shares NRG fit for you. And what I'm doing right now is I'm providing fitness, uh, in the privacy of your own home. I'm independent. I don't sell any lotions, potions, or pills. There is uh, no commitment with this. And um, just kind of go from there. I'm real easy going with it. So, And I, I teach uh, ages 4 to 104, all levels. And even people with um, any, any issues you may have, um, I um, I have a lot because I live in Florida. I've got people with hip replacements and that sort of thing, so I work with that. I also have a 24-year um, licensed nursing background that I coordinate with that. So uh, I'm kind of the jewel of all trades here. So now, um, let's say someone like uh, me, for instance, wanted to mm-hmm. uh, take a class. What would they have to yeah. sign up on the website? Can they call you? What would they have to do? If they want to take one of your classes. Okay. Well, uh, can, can I give a shout out on a phone number they can call? Sure. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, you're free to do it. Business. Go ahead. Yeah. It's it's just it's a business line. Okay. So okay. All right, guys. Um, get your pen and paper out, or uh, type it in your phone. Are you ready? I'm going to give you five seconds. Four, we are ready. Three, Two one. Okay, here's the number, guys. It's nine four one two six six two four nine one. That's nine four one two six six twenty four ninety one. Okay. And, and, uh, what, mm-hmm. and what are the hours that they can call uh, when they be able to get somebody? Well, um, because I, you know, I have people, I, I'm in um, Eastern Standard Time, so if you are in, uh, like, uh, Nevada, California area, remember that's a three-hour difference, um, so uh, um, any time uh, in between, like, you know, 6 a.m. to, um, say, 10, yeah. um, if you mess up on that, um, I won't hurt you. 
and my, and my uh, biceps are still the same. I still got the guns, baby. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm well. I'm well aware of that, and that one day, hopefully, I can meet you in person so you can crush me with those biceps. Um, uh, you know. uh, oh, I'm real wrestle with you. <laughs> hey, see now, you guys. Uh, the one thing that about uh, and Cheryl uh, Russo is our guest here. We got uh, we got about uh, eleven minutes here left with uh, Cheryl. Uh, so now, you know, so you know, you mentioned that you're not you're you're. Uh, doing the fitness thing, you're not doing the the stunt thing anymore. But uh, is there, if you could tell us, is there any stunt that you wanted to do that you either couldn't get approved to do, or you just uh, didn't get the opportunity to do? Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, I will tell you what my I think you know what one of my favorite stunts that I I just really found just really took your breath away is um, when Sky did. The um, jump over, um, let me see, how many, I think it was one, two, three, four, I think it was five Mercedes Benz that were together ramp to ramp. I think it was five, maybe it was more. And I just thought that would be the coolest thing if we could do a double jump. And I, and I talked in, in great length about that, doing that with Sky. And he just said it, it's just too much of a risk because we're 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 riding on on a on a um a downforce uh, spoiler Kawasaki, and there's they're just it, it it just doesn't have enough safety with it. And um, he said he goes and and I'll tell you what, Sky. Let me tell you, he had more metal in him than than a junkyard. Whenever we went through the um, uh, through the airport, he always had to carry his uh, X-rays with him. Because let me tell you, all the bells and whistles would go off, and he just he just didn't want to put me in that kind of spot. So, but that was probably one that I I just really visioned of a lot, and I, I really I would have loved to have tried it, but he said no. So, so in in some ways, Sky is kind of like uh, Tim Taylor from Home Improvement. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, he he was pretty protective over me. I mean, he 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 definitely had a harem of girls, but um, you know, we we were like brother and sister, and I we had a lot of respect for each other. So, and I, I was really glad to have that friendship with him, and um, we we saw each other through a lot of stuff. So he even came to my wedding. So. Well, you know the the other question I was going to ask is like uh, you know you you see you see movies on TV and you see movies in the theater and like you see they have all these stunts. Do you ever find yourself saying, you know, geez, I could have done that better, or yeah, I could do that? Do you, do you ever say that, or uh, is that like? Oh, let, let not... me tell you, I I I do. I analyze everything. I analyze. I, I that's funny you should mention that because we were watching um we were watching the show the other night and um this guy he, he was actually a stuntman and he it was just, you know, a series of all the things that he was going through and, and jumping here and, and doing things and I and I saw another one of of a female and I'm like, Man, I just God, I would love to I would love to be doing that again. And I and I was thinking uh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Piece of cake. <laughs> so yeah, I I think about a lot. And I dream about it and I analyze it. And 
Yeah. So um, now with uh, all the, uh, you know, with all the stuff that you've done in the past and, you know, all the stuff that you're doing now, you know, you're always doing stuff. And what I love about you, and I'm not just saying this because it's you, but, uh, you know, you always seem to be doing stuff to help people uh, for the better good of society. And, uh, you know, I really admire you for that. Thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. I do. I, you know what? It's really funny. I, I had somebody thank me just the other day with for for something that I did two years ago, and I, and and I just, it, you know what? It's automatic, and I have to attribute this to my mother. God bless her. Um, she was always helping people as long as I I can remember. Um, oh my gosh! I got to tell you something really cool. My mom did. Um, she was a school teacher, um, but a, a, but she was a wonderful humanitarian, um, and she was also a seamstress. And, and she also made my my costumes too, which was really cool. Um, but she actually she friended a family that that lived um, in a uh, um, it was in the, the I guess the Soviet Union, and it, this was before they uh, took the Iron Curtain down, you know, and so I'm like, you know, putting a date on this. But you know what she would do? She would send them blue jeans. But remember, okay, she was a seamstress. She would she would put money in in the, in the hems of the blue jeans and send it over to these people. Um, it was a family. It was a mother and a father, and they had two children. She was a school teacher also, and he was a handyman, and they had two young children, and she sent money over to them. I mean, this is just, I, I mean, and we were always collecting canned goods for the needy, and my mother was making clothes for people all the time and just, you know, just always being very kind and doing things. So it just, I, I grew up with that. So that, that that was just my second nature for me. So, but thank you so much. And I, and I, I want to put that out for everybody to be kind to someone. And, and it only takes, you know, just something simple to do something for people. And um, one of the coolest things with this is when you do something nice, you have all these endorphins and serotonins that make you feel good. So you get a little, um, a little, a, um, a natural feel good out of it. So, and it's all organic. <laughs> you know, um, it was, you know, that also being said, and, uh, you know, I, I, I want to continue with the interview. We got Cheryl Crow, uh, Cheryl Crow, sorry, Cheryl Caruso, we got about five minutes here left. Uh, you know, there is, and I, and I don't know if you've heard of the song, but there is one song that best describes you and all you do. It's called Chain of Love by Clay Walker. Oh, are you familiar with it? I I familiar with with, with the song, but but I have I'll have to listen to the lyrics. You know uh, the the tagline in the song goes, and I'm not going to sing it, but uh, I, I'm going to say the tagline. It says, "You don't owe, you don't owe me a thing. I've been there too. Uh, I was once. Help me out, just the way I'm helping you." Uh, so if you want to, if you really want to pay me back, here's what you do. Don't let the chain of love end with you. And uh, oh, I like that. And next time you gotta it, sing it. Well, I could, well, uh, but you know, if you really want me to, I can. But you know, 
I I don't know how many listeners we'll have left after I start singing, but I could. Um, (laughs) You don't. Please don't. uh, I'll I'll, I'll sing it, whatever. You don't know me a thing. No, don't. I've been there too. What did I? What did I? What did I do? Yeah, but anyway, it, it's a great song, and that uh, that's probably the, the 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 tagline that uh, uh, Cheryl Caruso could have for herself was the chain of love because she she always play uh, pays it forward, and she's just uh, an awesome person. And uh, I do thank you for uh, you know taking time out of your schedule. I mean, uh, I uh, I if you remember, I did book you over. I've been trying to book you for over a year. And we were finally able to get it done. Um, um, as a matter of fact, uh, if you remember, I uh, the last time I talked to you was in, um, I want to say, what was it, uh, October or November to get you booked for uh, this summer gig here, which was kind of cool. Yeah, it was, it was a while ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, I, I'm sure that if I ask you this, I'm sure you'd be willing to do it, but uh, if I sent you a uh, uh, an address uh, on, on Facebook here, would you be willing to send a few autographs for our listeners for our December giveaway that we got going on? Uh, it would be my pleasure and honor. Absolutely. Awesome. I'll go ahead and send that to you. Uh, so, anyway, and real quick here, before we uh, – before we sign off, because uh, I know that uh, Big Swing doesn't want us to uh, to go over because he's got to get up early in the morning. But uh, <laughs> if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a uh, you got an Instagram, you got a Facebook, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? I've got I've got a, a Facebook. Um, it's it's open to the public. Um, I just want to give a disclaimer. If I, I let me tell you. What I'm passionate about is is my faith in God, fitness, and family, and no fear, okay? So if there's something on there that you don't like, just keep scrolling, okay? But there will always be something on there that somebody can uh, connect to. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. The, the one thing that I would uh, – th- there's one picture that you have on your website I would love to, if you could autograph it for us uh, – but it's uh, uh, I I believe it's you, uh, and you're with uh, Sky. Uh, you're with Sky, and uh, you know it's how you promote it. Tell everybody that you're going to be on the show tonight. I'd love to get autographed pictures of that. That's awesome. Okay. You, there's just okay. something about you in a green bikini that's just beautiful. Well, you're beautiful anyway, but you know there's just something about it. You know something? My, well, my mom made that bathing suit for me, and and it was sort of like a last minute thing. And I'm I'm looking at it in the mirror, and and as you know, I'm rather you know I got the girls going on up top, you know that's just you know kind of a given there. But I said, Mom, I said these look like watermelons, and I was referring to the bathing suit, and she looked at me and she said, Well, they're yours. <laughs> <laughs> But, but really, if you look at it, I mean, the, the bathing suit, it was green, just the way the, the design was. I said, it, yeah, they did. They look like watermelons. But, yeah, I, I know it's kind of a little double entendre there. But, um, yeah, that's my little joke for tonight. Well, you know, my question is, now, you still have that suit, don't you? I do. Now, is it, uh, yeah. is it, like, like, is it like framed or anything like that, like autographed no. or whatnot? 
No, it's no, it's not framed, but it's in a it's in a box with some of my other um costumes and stuff that I wore. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know, I'll yeah. tell you what, we do appreciate uh you taking time on your schedule uh to be with us tonight. You know, we love you so much and uh uh this is probably one of the uh um uh, one of the uh, cooler stunt people that we've had on. We've had a few uh, but no one is that's more daredevil as you that would fight off an alligator to save your puppy dog, which we love too. Uh, but you're you're awesome, and uh, I'm glad that uh, you were able to uh, to join us tonight. We love you very much, and we ho- hope that uh, you can join us again. Oh, it would be an an absolute pleasure, and I want to give a big thank out um, to uh, uh, the, the icon, the big swing, and the granny holster. Thank you so much for having me. And, uh, hey, it would be, like I said, it would be a pleasure to come back on any time. Thank you. We we love you. Thank you, Cheryl. Have a great night. All right. Much love back to you. All right. That was that awesome. That was awesome. What you think? Thank you. It was great. I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, um, this just goes to prove, and I'm not putting myself over, but I kind of am, and I don't really need to. But, you know, uh, you have to keep watching our uh, – you have to uh, keep watching, uh, checking out our Facebook page uh, to see who we're going to have on next week. Uh, the update should be come on on Wednesday. So if you want to know who's on next week, we'll, uh, we'll get you on uh, mm-hmm. on track. And, uh, you know, just keep following us. Uh, and uh, pretty soon you'll be able to uh, check us out on YouTube as well. Um, and uh, the way it looks is this is going to be the first episode that we show on YouTube, along with all, all the others that we have in archives, because we have such great selections. So uh, it's it's awesome. And uh, and it just know, goes to show you what we've what we've come to, coming from you know a show that that we were to yes, able to talk to wrestlers and superstars and and things like that, but also able to talk to all different kinds of professionals. I mean, from adult entertainment to movie producers to stunt bike, you know, uh, stunt bike actor, uh, stunt bike people and stuff. And it's just, it's just crazy how we're able to, to do a little bit of everything, you know? And it's, it's just great because we, we've been able to, we've been blessed to be able to talk to so many different varieties of, of great people. And I also want to announce that we are going to be having a return of the uh, LFC girls with us. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll break that news now. We're going to have the Lantre, uh Fighting Championship girls with us again, and uh, we'll see uh, if I can uh, uh, get them to uh, fly me out there and have a wrestling match because uh, three of them did uh, say they wanted to take me on the last time that they were on. So uh, hopefully they we did. can make that happen. And I know that you guys would be cheering for not me. <laughs> So yeah, so, I definitely uh, would next be. Week, gonna, I'm sorry, yeah, Icon, but I'm turning. I'm turning for the lingerie girls. We got 60 seconds left. We will see you guys next Monday, the number one wrestling talk show on the internet. Soon to be on YouTube. Check us out. <laughs>